Thank you for joining us. God created our physical bodies in His own image, perfectly formed and adaptable to life on earth. Then came sin, and though we didn't deserve it, our loving God created spiritual bodies redeemable by the shed blood of His only begotten Son and available to us when we freely submit to His will. At the point of conversion, we become members of the family of God. In other words, we embody the anatomy of the Lord's church. Listen closely with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander leads us on this edifying spiritual journey. My people, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. It's right in the church, a lack of knowledge. Preachers and teachers, you teach Sunday school, you teach men's ministry, you pastor churches, you give leadership in any parachurch ministry, you are held responsible to God for what you teach God's people. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Because, look, because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priests. There are many in the pulpit will be rejected by God. And there are many in the pew and in chairs will be rejected by God. Why? Because you have forgotten the law of God. Underline that. Because you have forgotten the law of God. I also will forget your children. Y'all, that's deep. You forget God, I'll, not only will I forget you, I forget your children. It's going to be hard when I forget them. There are spiritual implications to what you do as parents. And what you do as parents have repercussions as it relates to your children. Beloved, when there is a famine and ignorance of the word of God among pastors and congregants, we are unable to pass the word of God down to future generations when we as parents are ignorant and lack knowledge of the word of God. How are you going to pass down what you don't know? How are you going to pass it down uh, to future your posterity, your future generations, which leaves your children spiritually deficient and results in their rebelling against God because they have no word in them. All they have is basketball, football, basketball, football, baseball, volleyball, uh, tennis, and and everything else is in them. But when they encounter the, the troubles of this world, that ball can't deliver them. Some of you get your Bibles, your bees mixed up. The ball is not the Bible. The Bible is the Bible. And that's why so many of us today have more substance because our parents brought us to church. We were raised up in the church. Now we have an unchurched generation because the parents are unchurched. They could care less about the church. They don't even think the church is essential. You see. And he says, I'll forget your children. Let me tell you something. There is no revival apart from giving priority to prayer and the word of God. 
as we journey through this global pandemic where people are spending more time at home, I believe one of the things that Satan uses to entice people is addiction. Therefore, let's focus on addiction to keep us from being seduced and entangled by it. Let's focus on it. Because when we're at home, and some, some people spend more time at home now than ever before, and addiction can rise up even more so simply because you're, you're at home. And you may be working from home, and, but still you're in that house, and things can happen in that house if you are not careful. Things can happen in your home or in my home that we could never imagine. First of all, what is an addiction? What is an addiction? An addiction is an, an obsessive, abnormally strong craving. An addiction is an obsessive, abnormally strong craving for and use of a habit-forming substance, a habit-forming thing a habit-forming activity or behavior that can be harmful psychologically, can be harmful socially, it can be harmful physically, and it can be harmful, most of all, spiritually. Now let me read it a little bit faster so it can make sense. I know you're writing. What is an addiction? An addiction is an obsessive abnormally strong craving for and use of a habit-forming substance, thing, activity, or behavior that can be harmful psychologically, that can be harmful socially, physically, and spiritually. Addiction is serious in homes and businesses, uh, and everywhere else, types of addictions. I'll comment on some and some I want. Types of addictions. You can write these down if you can write fast enough. If you can't, just jot one word down quickly. Types of addiction. You have sexual addictions. Sexual addiction. There's a sexual addiction. Others have prescription and illegal uh, drugs. You know, there are legal drugs you can get addicted to. You have to be very, very discreet, even with uh, legal drugs, and you know illegal drugs will drive you insane. The alcohol business is up. You know, the, the economy may be struggling, but I know what's not. These, these alcoholic places uh, that, that sells alcohol, these little, these little places you can just drive up and get you a shot or two, the, the, the lines be wrapped around for blocks. They're not lacking for money. That business is way up. People in alcohol, alcoholic business, people are drinking more, especially when they don't know what's going on. They get scared. They get worried. They just start drinking. They become drunkards. Alcoholics. Television. All of a sudden, you have that television on early morning. You go to bed with it. It's on all day. It's never time. The television is just perpetually on. That's an addiction. Video games. You get in it, can't get out of it, and you just go on and on. On and on, but it doesn't satisfy. Sports. Well, I don't worry about sports right now because sports been out for a while and it's just trying to come back and they're still struggling, right? Okay. Social media. 
some of you, sometimes being savvy on this stuff can work against you and you can know how to move and navigate it, all that. Sometimes it's best not to know how to do all of that because it leaves you lacking. Some things we ought to lack in because it doesn't get us so indulged in it. Social media can be addictive. Pornography. You'd be surprised at the rise of pornography in homes during this pandemic. Even from Christians, men, women, children, pornography is up in these homes, especially for those who are laid off work or doing less work. And all of a sudden you're idle and you start get meandering into stuff you ought not be in. Worry is an addiction. You start worrying, am I going to make it? Uh, I've been laid off, furloughed. I have had this, I've had that. Uh, things are looking shaky and you worry. Gossip, you begin to gossip more because it's not much going on. You know, all your jobs are gone. Uh, you, you know, places you, can, you can't go anywhere. This closed, that's closed. Everything is restricted if you go. And so you just can stay home and gossip. The cell phone become do- dominant. Just cell phone, cell phone. It just rings and rings and rings. Some of you can't even cut it off to sleep. You just rings and rings. On and on it goes. A laziness. You've been very active, and all of a sudden you just get lazy. A state of inactivity. And all of a sudden you were a hard worker, a good thinker. You were moving, a shaker, and all of a sudden you've been at home. And all of a sudden now you've gotten lazy. Some folk get lazy. I mean, a garden gets lazy. Go out and dig a garden. Go out and dig a garden. Uh, Clean out the garage. Clean out the attic. Clean out the closet. Create some projects. Create some projects. Some people are addicted to laziness. They just lay around, sleep, and just lay around, sleep, have nothing to show for themselves, even though they're at home. You find something creative to do. Another addiction is gambling. You don't have to go to Vegas to gamble. It's all, you can do that on your computer. You can do that on your cell phone. I mean, being shut up in the house can lead to addiction. Overworking can do it. Some folk don't have work and other folk are overworked. You know, if you work for Amazon or some other co- other companies, I can't call them offhand right now, but you know what they are. The business go up. The toilet paper company, man, they're not lacking for business. You know, <laughs> boy, they, you can't keep the toilet paper there. You can't keep paper towels and these kind of things, sanitizing things. I mean, some of these bit, all these businesses are not bad. Some of these businesses, they have jumped up and they, people are over, overworking, working for the grocery store, Walmart. They can't, they can't stock those stores uh, enough. Some of you are addicted to approval. You got to have folk approval before you do anything instead of getting your approval from God. Now, sometimes you need to ask. Uh, approval from, you know, just to see uh, from certain people that you have confidence in, uh, in, in you know, for confidentiality and all those kinds of things. But you ought not just go around, uh, is this all right for me to do? Is this all right for me to do? The Bible will tell you what is all right or not. Just ask yourself a question before you do it. If Jesus were here, would he do this? You know, approval. What about attention? Some folks starve, they starve for attention. They do things for attention. They got to be the center of attention. Wanting attention can be addictive. Selfishness can be addictive. You know, it's all about you and what you want, what you gain. You don't care about anybody else. It's just how can I advance myself? It's not about it's not about helping others to advance and and serve and teaching others. Hoarding can be an addiction. Just hoarding stuff. 
Right now, people, that's why the stores can't keep things on shelf. I mean, you go, I, I, I've never seen so many empty shelves. People have it, and then they stockpiling in their garage, and they stockpiling it in the attic, and they're stockpiling it uh, everywhere. Leave something for somebody else to buy. Some people are addicted to fear. Others addicted to overeating. You stay home day and night. You find yourself going to that refrigerator so often. Y'all laughing because you know that you start eating and you just, you just, you start, you just, you're not even hungry. You just eating. You just, <laughs> you just eating. You just eating. You at home. You just eat. You nibble on this. You're in the pantry and call yourself, well, I'll just get this. This is safe. And all of a sudden you got one cookie and then all of a sudden you got five of them. You know, some of you addicted, you're addicted to sugar. Sugar has you. Craving for sugar. Everything got to be sweet. You can't have nothing natural, just natural sugar. You got to add sugar. You got sugar on sugar. Some of you is caffeine. Just caffeine, caffeine, caffeine. You got the jitters. You're driving your family crazy because you got too much caffeine in you. You can't sleep. You, you won't let your husband sleep, your wife sleep. And you got 10 o'clock at night, you ought not be drinking no caffeine if you don't have, if you're not working on a late assignment or something. Go, go, you go to sleep. Nicotine is addiction. I'm not overspending this one, but I'm not worried about too many of y'all overspending now. Most of y'all in self-preservation mode. You know, I'm not worried about overspending, but you, it was overspending, but now most of these malls, a lot of these places are just closed up. So overspending is not so critical now. You're trying to save. And some of you are about out of money because you haven't been saving. Okay? This is more than a rainy day. This has been a rainy year. <laughs> addiction, money can be an addiction. Anger, folk just mad. Those folk, those folk over in Portland, I think 71 days. How do you fight and riot and burn? How do you do that? I think it's somewhere along 71 days. I mean, some phenomenal days. After a while, you all say, you know what? I'm tired of throwing these, these cocktail bombs and all this. I'm, I'm and what? You know, Satan never get tired of devilish work. How do you go that long? I said, at some time, at some point, those folk up in Portland all say, I'm tired. I'm going home tonight. A criticism. You can become very critical. That can be an addiction. Just criticize your wife. Criticize your husband. Criticize your children. Criticize your grandchildren. You criticize this. Criticize your in-laws. Criticize uh, everything. You criticize the church. Criticize uh, the, the music criticize everything. Uh, power and success can become an addiction. You know what a real addiction we have to deal with is isolation. Leave me alone. I, 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 the virus is out there, and I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm self isolating. Okay, now if you've done yourself isolating, I'm going to tell you something. You need to come out that house. And go in the backyard and smell some roses. You say, I don't have any roses. Plant you some so you can smell them. Okay. Get out the house. Get out the house. And some folk are so paranoid. I saw one lady one time. She was getting out of the car. And she had a glo- She was driving with her gloves on, the mask on. Wasn't nobody in the car but her. I said, why you got your gloves on your mask? I didn't see nobody in the car. I said, you, know, you, must be par- you must be paranoid. You got your gloves on. You going to contaminate yourself? You know? I'm just, so many people are paranoid. I say, what is going on? I see folk in the heat is 100 degrees outside. And it's just them by themselves. And they running. 
and they got their face masks on. And they, I said, they going to pass out. They going to pass out in that heat. And they running with their face masks on. Like if they, if they don't have the face mask on, I'm for face masks. And the only reason I have mine on that because I'm preaching. And I want folk by Facebook and radio and everywhere else to understand me. But when I get behind this pulpit, my mask is back on. But if I'm going to go, I'm not going to, I'm not no jogger. But if I go walking or whatever, I'm taking that thing off. I don't know how folk manage to do that. Matter of fact, I don't know how the football players and all can play in that. That stuff is you feel like you're going to suffocate. But isolation can be dangerous when you get content and addicted to isolation. Isolate. It doesn't mean you have to get around crowds and all these things. You and your wife go for a ride. Go to the hill country. Go do something that's safe. Get out of that house lest you get depressed. Please, for heaven's sake, God didn't make you that way. Refuse to allow this pandemic to paralyze you. Strategies for overcoming addiction. Strategies for overcoming addiction. A, if you are going to overcome addictions, you must be saved in order to conquer your addictions. You got to be saved. Romans 10, 13 says, for whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Crowd to God, call on him, say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I've made a mess of my life. I'm away from you and I've tried everything but you. I've tried money. I've tried success. Uh, I've tried people, pleasure, nothing satisfied. Lord, I need you now. Come into my heart. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you were buried according to the scripture. I believe you rose. I believe you're coming back again for the saints. I cry out to you for help. Once you're saved, God begins to intervene. Jeremiah 17, 14 also says, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. The Lord does the healing. Save me and I shall be saved. You are my praise. You begin to praise God in the midst of calamity. And all of a sudden, God begins to break the stronghold of addiction as you begin to praise and worship in God's house. B, another strategy for addiction, overcoming addiction. You must be willing to name, admit, confess, and confront your addiction. You must be willing to name it, say exactly what it is, be honest with yourself, to thyself be true, admit, confess, and confront your addictions. Psalms 32, 5 says, I acknowledge my sin to you, to you, you God, and I did not cover my iniquity, my sin. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. I'm talking about everybody else's sin. I'm talking about my own sins. Psalms 28, 13 also says, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper. You conceal your sins. You hide your sins. You're deceitful in your sin. You're doing things that your wife doesn't know about, your husband don't know about, your children doesn't know about, your pastor don't know about, the church doesn't know about, and you, you think you're getting to what you will not prosper. You'll drop like a old prune, set yourself back, and you might even, God may even wipe you off the face of this earth. It says, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. See, realize you cannot defeat stubborn addictions. Addictions are stubborn. 
They're hard to deal with. They're hard to get rid of. They are stubborn as I don't know what. Realize you cannot defeat stubborn addictions in your own human strength, your own human wisdom, your own human intelligence. You must cry to God for divine intervention. You must do that. John 15, 5 says, for without me, you can do nothing. Addictions are hard to break. They are strongholds. They are stubborn. They will cling to you. You have to fight. And you can't, you can't win the battle over addiction without the Lord. Beloved, you are fighting a losing battle if you think you can fix yourself without the Lord's help. D, wise is the person who knows how to ask for help. And even more, seek biblical counseling. Even more, seek biblical counseling. Know how to ask for help. Now, there are people who, the, the sky is falling, the house is falling, the marriage is all torn to pieces, the, the, the life is all in shambles, but they won't tell anybody. They, they'll just let everything get shipwrecked. Why is it that folk lives are falling to pieces and they won't say anything to absolutely nobody, not even God. I'll tell you why. People won't ask for help because of pride. Pride won't let them. Because of embarrassment. They're too embarrassed. I can't believe you did that. You know, when somebody shares something with you, I don't care how bad it is, don't, don't gasp and how could you and I didn't know you and all. No, no, no. Just say, you know what? You're not in a good place, but it's not so bad that God can't take you from where you are and get you to where he wants you to be. Don't beat them up. Have the same mercy toward them that you will want toward you if you were in that very same situation. Because there's no sin that, that's in this Bible that we can't do if we let our flesh get away from us. You understand what I'm saying? So it's pride, embarrassment, and privacy, secrecy, privacy. These are the reasons people refuse to ask for help. Proverbs eleven fourteen says, where there is no guidance, the people fall, but in the abundance of counselors, there is victory. When you seek help, you get victory over the strongholds. E, be willing to fast and pray for deliverances. Some things will not be broken in your life apart from fasting and prayer because that stronghold is so, it's been on you so long. It's been a struggle with you so long until it has defined who you are. And the only way you're going to get rid of it is that you've got to not only pray, but you have to fast and pray. In the book of Mark chapter 9, verses 20 and verses 25 through 29, it says, verse 20, so they brought the boy But when the evil spirit saw Jesus, it threw the child into a violent convulsion and he fell to the ground, writhing, writhing. That means he was shaking. He was uncontrollable. He was he he was just all over the place. He was wild, foaming at the mouth. When Jesus saw that the that the crowd was of onlookers was growing, you know, that's that's that, that was a spectacle to look at. Jesus rebuked the evil spirit. Listen, look how he talks to that evil spirit. Listen, you spirit that makes this boy unable to hear or speak. He said, I command you to come out of this child and never enter him again. Verse 26. Then the spirit screamed. He he didn't want to let loose. But at the word of God, the word of God, there's power in the word. 
He had to give up, but he but he gave up kicking and screaming, kicking and screaming and threw the boy into another violent convulsion and left him. In other words, he he got at that boy one more time. He knew he was leaving. He said, I'm going to just get at him one more time. The boy appeared to be dead after this drama was all over. Looked like he was dead. He was so still. A murmur ran through the crowd as people said, the boy's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and helped him to his feet. And he stood up. Afterwards, when Jesus was alone in the house with his disciples, they asked him, Jesus, now, why couldn't we cast out that evil spirit? So Jesus said to them, this kind, underline this, this kind can come only, can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. This kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. There are some things that come into our lives, nothing will fix it in your child, in you or your wife or your husband or your siblings or a person on your job, your situation, your circumstances, uh, with health issues, nothing will fix it but fasting and prayer. Beloved, addictions can be so powerful that you must not only pray, but you must fast as well as pray to have those stubborn strongholds broken so that you can experience freedom in Christ. Let us commit ourselves foremost to all aspects of the anatomy of the Lord's church. As we grow step by step in the word of God, steadfastly apply his commandments to our lives and obediently walk by faith and not by sight until the day of his appearing. We will experience the blessings of God. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas directly across from Randolph Air Force Base.